choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yup. What up, what up, what up? This is at KMGZ on Twitter. I'm back. This is thanks to Asking Kells Podcast, episode 199. Boom, let's get started. So, yours and Negritude, I got two. The first one is going out to the Philadelphia Eagles for reacquiring number 10. D-Jack, um, we missed him. I, I thought it was a mistake. I mean, listen, the whole Chip Kelly era was a mistake, but that was my first inkling that that motherfucker was going to fuck our team up when he could cut D-Jack. Um, because... You know, he, whatever he did or didn't do, however troublesome he was, that motherfucker's great, and um, our team was great with him, and I think if we had kept him, and shit, uh, sorry, uh, after Chip got fired, if we had still had that D-Jack on that team with Nick Carson, this year might have been a little different, and the one before that might have been a little different too. Um, so yeah, um, yours and negative two Philadelphia Eagles for getting D-Jack back. They also lot short up the line and they're still moving. And you know, Nick, Nick went to the Jaguars and got all the money and he deserves it. And shout out to him for that beautiful letter he wrote to the city of Philadelphia. He really got it. He understands like, yes, dude, you, you are probably, I mean, I got to say like, we got a lot of great players, but at this point you might be the most favorite player of all time because you bought us the Super Bowl. So you might you you might be the dude you might be that dude, bro. Um Yeah. And the second yours and negra two goes out. So I know you guys watched the news, you might have heard about the story, maybe you didn't. Um, you know, there was a home invasion. Um apparently there was a white lady, I don't know what she was lost, if she was drunk or what the deal is. Somebody says she was trying to take a selfie, and anyway, she broke into the home of this jaguar who lived in the zoo, and the jaguar was, you know, at home, minding his business, I don't know if he was asleep, I don't know what time of the day, well, I guess it was in the daytime, you know, during the day, so maybe he was watching, you know, I don't know, TV, whatever, Price is Right, you know, jaguar minding his business, and, you know, some strange white lady came, like, stumbling over his fence and was like, all in his porch area, and I think she even came up into the living room, and you know, he stood his ground, you know, and he um, got that white lady up out of his house, now I mean, he didn't kill her, you know, good, good to say, he did not kill her, he very well could have, I think he was just trying to make a point, we do have stand your ground laws in this country, he would have been well within his rights to, to kill that lady for you know, coming into his house and everything, but he didn't, he just, you know, fucked her up enough to let her know to get her ass up out of there and, um, you know, she, they called the ambulance for her, and I think she's alright, she, you know, scuffed up a little bit, you know, but she's gonna make it, and, you know, apparently, um, I don't know, she decided she wanted to come back the next day to his property and apologize, and the zoo was like, girl, we good, just, you know, understand that, you know, people have doors and, and barriers on their stuff for reasons, you know, don't just be walking up in nobody's house, and so, you know, just yours and negritude, because it was, you know, Jaguars are black, and you know, usually those stand your ground laws work against us, but this time, you know, the law came through for us, the Jaguar is somewhere minding his business still, you know, no charges were filed, he was not killed, hallelujah, because we know how they do, you know, black Jaguars in America. 
All right, moving on. Um, what to do first? Uh, well, let me put a, excuse me, <coughs> sorry. Let me put a tail in on, on last week's episode, so, or I guess wrap up, well, no, it'll probably be ongoing, but update on last week's story. Um, so Jussie has been uh, charged with 16 felonies. Now look, few days ago, or right, actually a couple days before that announcement came out, I had read an article, and I was like, I think I might have even said on podcast, I was like, I don't think he'll do any time, because I was reading that the most he'll do, like the maximum is one to three, and you know, one to three, it's your first offense, you don't have nothing else, like they're probably not going to send you to jail, but that was two days before these 16 felony counts, now Jesse, listen, bruh, you need to carry your gay Tupac ass on down to them white people's police station and knock on the door nice and polite and go in there and ask for the chief of police or whoever's in charge and you need to sit down with them Caucasian people and you need to apologize to them white people and tell them you are sorry, you don't know, you know, I don't know, you was on uh, Opoids or I don't know, whatever, whatever the excuse is now that people was on, you know, you, you need therapy or whatever, apologize to them people, admit to what you did, and try to make a deal with them, because this what you doing ain't it, bro, they hit you with them 16 felonies, like I told y'all last week, because they are going to make an example of you, and I, and, and people was coming at me a little bit from last week, I don't know what y'all heard, but y'all didn't hear what I said, I'm not defending the Chicago PD, and I'm not saying anybody was crazy for not trusting this, I understand that you, what I'm saying is, I don't trust the Chicago PD, what that has to do with the stunt that this man pulled, I don't trust the Chicago PD means what? You don't trust them and so what? Like, I don't trust Chicago PD, they lied to cover up the murder. Okay, fine. We know they did that. However, this man committed, his accomplices were apprehended and they told what was done. There's no evidence of what he said at all. There's all evidence. So, I mean, my whole, I didn't, I wasn't passing judge. You don't have to trust Chicago PD or police period, but I, that doesn't explain how this is a conspiracy, and that doesn't explain how he's innocent, and doesn't explain what it is, what you think, okay, you don't trust them, and what, so what are you saying that they did? That's all I'm saying, okay? He needs to, so he should have known that they were going to make an example out of him, because of the environment we are in, like, people, I don't understand what's wrong with people, like, y'all, every, the reverse racism, and nothing these white people want to do more than to say, look, see, they always making everything racial, and they always claiming we gay bashing, and look, we told y'all they exaggerating, and they make it up, and they say all these fucking stunts these white people out here pulling, and all this fucking bullshit they out here saying, you should know that they gonna be licking their chops to find, to figure out that you faked a, 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 a hate crime, they trying to overturn hate crime, it shouldn't be no hate crime, we're all the same, people shouldn't get attacked, it shouldn't be, what about when white people get attacked, what about black on black crime, what about when they attack you, you should have known that that was what they were gonna do, so, I don't know what to tell you, bro, you got hit with 60, and I'm positive, in those two days, when you were going back and forth in that police station, I'm positive, they said to you, probably more than once, bro, this is the evidence we got, this is the investigation, we know you did this, can you please go ahead and confess, and then we work it out, and then what you, and, and instead of doing that, 
you went and hired a lawyer, and I'm sure that lawyer advised you that that's what you needed to do once they showed him the evidence, and then you fired that lawyer, and then you got another lawyer, and you released that stupid letter, and you still out here talking this innocent crap, I don't know who's advising you, I don't know what they're telling you, but they hitting you with those 16 felonies because you're wasting their time, and they're gonna make an example of you, and they want to, they want to make a point, so, I don't know what to tell you, dude, but, um, I guarantee you, they have, they've said it, and I mean, I just guarantee you, they have more evidence than what we know, you know, and what has leaked, they doing an uh, internal investigation into their leaks, that's fine, I, I, I think that, if, um, whoever was telling that information to these local sources, I mean, the local reporters are getting the information from their sources, so they're probably embedded sources, I mean, they're probably people who they go to for inside information all the time, so, you know, I'm sure, you know, y'all will be able to find out who it is, I'm sure it's not just somebody random coming to give news, I'm sure that's been a source that they've been having, but 16 felonies, bro, you, you, I don't know what to tell you, um, and, you know, foolish to me, alright, what, um, what, what next, let's see, uh, okay, let's do this one, I'll do these two, actually, these are sort of the same, well, not really, but, um, R. Kelly interview with Gail, um, you know, everybody's seen it now, and he's since got locked back up for child support since then, and then he got out, um, I mean, I don't know, I don't, not too much more to say about it, other than I, I appreciate, um, so the reaction to, to Gail's reaction, uh, you know, I mean, her not, I don't even, I don't even know to call it a reaction, like, black people, we recognize what that was, like I said last week, that is every black month, like, the thing that I liked, the, the thing that I liked that Gail, um, made it a point to do, when black people, we saw that, we knew what that was, we knew immediately what that was, but we know how white people flipped the media, and it would immediately turn into a, oh, he was, like I said, like, if that was a white woman, this would have been a whole thing, she'd have been on the whole press of Palooza about how she was threatened, she felt so threatened, oh my god, and he's raped women, and was he gonna rape me, you know how white women do that shit, and I appreciated that Gail, she could have just let it ride for what it was, and, 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 and take it for granted that people would recognize it, but she went out of her way to say no, I did not feel threatened, I, you know, she went out of her way to say that, and, and I, and I believe that people are so taken aback, or so surprised, like, black people, we were not surprised by that demeanor, we see that from our moms, our aunties, and us, you know, somebody said, somebody on Twitter tweeted, it was funny, I think it was Rabia who retweeted that, um, um, R. Kelly, when he was jumping in the air, those are the, um, the dirt bikers going up 8th Avenue in the summer, and, and Gail is everybody else, and I was like, that's perfect, like, that's how, that's just exactly how y'all goddamn dirt bikes come through, listen, I'm from Philadelphia, born and raised, I grew up on dirt bikes, but, like, I'm old now, and sometimes you just, like, it's too loud, like, you nigga, you come through once, it's a thousand of them in the line, they keep coming back and forth, like, nigga, we see you, we see you on the bikes, we see you, we see you, please, get the fuck on, with all that fucking noise, them fucking bikes is loud, so, that was, that was funny, um, but, you know, what I, what it, because media is so stupid, and these media people are so bad at what they do, that they sat there and they watched Gail just sit, like, and not act the fool, like, this man is acting the fool, we all see what this is, this is him being defensive, this is him being ridiculous, he thinks it's a good idea, it's not, we all saw what that was, and instead of feeding into that, or, or, you know, just 
doing what these white journalists do, which is just the dumbest shit, Gail just did what any adult would do, which was just to sit there and remain calm. Robert, Robert, like, we're here to have a conversation, we're gonna have a conversation, all this carrying on and jumping around you doing, I'm not, I'm, I'm not moved by it, I don't know who this is to convince, you're not convincing me, you're not convincing nobody in the camera, I don't know what this is about, you look a fool, please sit down, and, and, and talk like you got some sense, that's basically what it was, but media is just so goddamn, I don't even know what to call it nowadays, everything is two sides, and everything is so sensational, and everything, oh my god, he had a breakdown, he had a fit, I didn't know what to do, I felt trapped, you, you know how they would do, so, shout out to Gail for just like, being a grown up, and being an adult, and being a professional, it's really not hard, like, it's really not, um, so I just wanted to say that, I don't want to say nothing about Kelly, but I just appreciate Gail, and, and how she was in that moment, that was like, how you would expect, you know, a grown up to, to act, but we know that's not what they do, um, okay, so, here we go, oh wait, I think I had, well, I added something very late, hold on, let me make sure, because I, I don't want this to be a super short episode, like it might be, um, oh, oh, the Grammy, the, um, Aretha Franklin Grammy special, um, saw it, it was good, uh, well, it was, it was good, I liked the performances, but I felt like some people were not, I felt like Fantasia, the first song they gave her, she, she wasn't, she could have been better used elsewhere, and then the last one, they all came out, I didn't think they needed all of them people. I thought Fantasia could have handled that fine just by herself. Um, a lot of people had issues with Celine Dion, and look, I get it. I get what y'all saying. Young, Gifted, and Black is a black American song that means so much. Black pride, civil rights, I, there's so much meaning behind that song. And here come out this white French lady to sing it. I get it, totally. And I, I'm not saying I didn't feel this, the same way, but I, I didn't. I was fine with it, and, and, and she did, listen, Celine sings, she belts it out, she's a, one of those type singers, but she doesn't have soul, and we know that Aretha is soul, but Celine can sing though, she can sing, she can hit the notes, it's gonna be Celine, right, she's not gonna be up there sounding terrible, so I was like, fine, it's not gonna have soul, but as soon as it was Celine Dion, you knew it wasn't gonna have soul, so okay, we're not gonna get that, what Jennifer Hudson would've did, fine, but we're gonna get it good, and I thought, I thought it was good, and, and I thought it was fine, because listen, Celine is a legend, Celine can sing, Aretha, certain artists I do not play around with, and Aretha Franklin is one of them, like, she is the elite, she is, she is the one that taught all these girls how to do it, and so, I personally don't like, I appreciate you wanting to get the young artists some shine, but I don't like when they bring out these little young bop, ain't earned it, ain't got no skill, ain't steady, these, you stick a mic in they, in they face, and ask them to learn some Aretha, name an Aretha Franklin song, and all they can learn is respect, like girl, how you an artist, how you calling you an artist, you're not studying, you're not doing anything, you're not learning your art, because if you don't know Aretha Franklin, Aretha Franklin is the fucking blueprint, bitch, Aretha Franklin put all these holes on, Aretha Franklin is fucking soul music, honestly, they call her the queen of soul, I mean, how can you call yourself an artist and a singer, and you don't know nothing but one like, what are you doing out here, that's like if, you know, somebody said they want to be, uh, 
a basketball player. Oh, well, do you know Michael Jordan? Oh, no, I don't know too much about him. Like, what are you doing? How you, how you going to be? These the, the, the culture is so whack and the music is so trash because these people are not studying. These are little fucking kids who was looking at real artists. It's like, oh, I want to sing. And these record labels like, okay, well, you got to look. And they put them in the studio and they make all this fucking kitty bop music. But none of them have any fucking talent. Or if they do, it's not developed. So I don't like what the, I mean... Even Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande can sing. I'm not selling selling her short, but I mean, she ain't she ain't she is the I put she's the minimum she is the minimum of these new girls that I will accept for Rita Franklin because she is a you know a, a big artist. She has songs I like. She can sing, you know. She has a little bop to her, but she's still a white girl, and you know she's white girl music, it's not soulful, it doesn't have any spirit, but it's, you know, she can sing, but, you know, it ain't got that, what Aretha, it ain't got that church, you know, that Aretha had, right, it ain't got that soul, but I'll take it, but that's the minimum, but they like to bring these little skibbly bops singing into the fan girls out to sing Aretha, they don't even know the fucking songs they singing, no thank you, so, I'll take Celine Dion, legend that she is, over that any day, I thought it was fine, I thought she did a good job, and I thought she made an effort to sing it properly, like, I appreciate, in other words, I appreciated that she didn't come out there trying to, trying to nigg it up, you know what I mean, trying to be all super soul with it, that ain't her, that ain't how she sing, but I appreciate she came out there and she sang it how she sings, and I thought it was good, she didn't over, Celine, you know, Celine get to yelling sometimes, and that, uh, the last Steven special was her and Aretha and all of them was on stage carrying on, but, so I didn't have a problem, I'm like, fine, if you can't fight, ain't none of these young girls can sing Aretha, if it ain't gonna be Jennifer Hudson, it ain't gonna be Fantasia I'll, you know, please don't go get one of these little fucking bop girls that don't even know her fucking songs, no thank you, not at her fucking tribute, Celine Dion is just fine with me, you know, she she she's a great singer, she not gonna mess it up, it ain't gonna be church, but that's fine, it's, you ain't got, I mean Carol, Aretha Franklin covers Carol King, the original song is not church, Aretha added that, that's Aretha, that's specific to Aretha, even if you try to add, you try to add that jazz to it, it's still not gonna be what Aretha could do, you know, cause Aretha was just a, a once in a forever talent, so I was fine, I didn't have an issue with Celine, I, I said Celine, no, it didn't have no soul, but it was good though, it was not terrible, and it was, she sang it like she sang it, so, Listen, it was it was all right with me. I ain't had no issues with Celine Dion singing "Black and the Proud." I mean, yeah, you probably could have gave her a different song. I agree. Like, you, Celine can sing anything. Give somebody "Black," <laughs> "Black and Proud." I get it. Just like what I was saying last week, where you know we got to be careful with our culture because everybody want to universal into our shit, but we can't don't universal back the other way. So I get it. Why you got this white girl out here singing "Black and the Proud"? That song means something. It ain't just something to go out there and sing. It fucking means something. I get it. They definitely could have given her another song, but hey, I, I'm fine with her. I'd rather have her sing it than one of these other girls that don't even fucking know who Aretha Franklin is, and shout out to Clive Davis, who I don't like, and ain't like since he left Whitney dead on the floor, but y'all know, but he, but he was correct at the end of the show when he was like, Aretha, this is a one of a time talent, you young artists out there, study her, go to YouTube, watch her videos to her music, study her, because she is one of the greatest artists of our time, and that is true, you can, I don't just, 
this these new artists out here, man. I don't know how you calling yourself an artist, but you're not doing the work. But you know who is doing the work? All them country girls. Brandy Carlisle got on stage and she was like, listen, Aretha Franklin was somebody that taught everybody how to sing. She was one of those voices that everybody wanted to do, and I was one of them. And y'all get mad when the Casey Musgraves and the Brandy Carlisles and them white country girls be winning the wars, and y'all how they gonna get that over so and so. You know how? Cause they study and they sing and they sound good and they put out good product, that's why, they not up here with this old skibbity beep bop wearing sunglasses, and I like her, I like her a whole lot, I think her voice is great, but I think she needs some goddamn, uh, I don't know, development, cause take the fucking sunglasses off, you look ridiculous, you out here performing for an audience, they have to connect with you, they not connecting you with no fucking sunglasses on, you and SZA in these fucking outfits, showing up to the show for Anna Aretha Franklin, who laid in state for eight hours at a, in, a, in a casket, and had two costume changes, with red pumps and gold pumps, okay, and you gonna show up to her tribute in some fucking jeans, like, come on, like, y'all, 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 y'all killing me, man, like, you... <laughs> You, you have some style, have some grace, you wanna be a fucking star, be a fucking star, come out, okay, yeah, I'm tired of that shit, I'm tired of this little fucking mealy mouth shit, if you wanna be a songwriter, be a songwriter, you can do that shit as a songwriter, you wanna be a star, you wanna be an artist, it take, it takes sweat, and right here, will you earn it, that's what Debbie Allen told y'all, that's fucking truth, you want fame, fame costs, and y'all out here looking, looking, I don't even know how y'all looking, so, alright, I ain't mean to talk on that too long, but I ain't had, I was fine with Celine, Celine did the damn thing, um, okay, so here we go, actually, let me get to that last, um, J and B, with the Glad Awards, now listen, Jay-Z is my favorite rapper, he's the GOAT, don't come for Jay-Z, I don't care, I will fight you, Beyonce, that's y'all's favorite, it's not my favorite, I'm not a big fan, but I give her her props, but, you know, a GLAD award for what? And correct me if I'm wrong, I have done my Googles, I haven't found anything. What are they getting a GLAD award for? And I understand that Beyonce's, I'd say probably a good 80 to 85% of her fan base are gay males. I understand that. But, and and she's, you know, put people in, she's been supportive, she's waved the rainbow flag, she's big, big, um, I'm sorry, um, big Frida, and I get it, she's supportive of the, of the community, I get that, Jay, maybe not so much, I don't really know, but his, his mom's a lesbian, okay, and he made Smile video, I like the song a lot, the video, though, I didn't really think, I mean, I didn't really get the gayness in that, but, um, you know, but, but does that, that gets you a glad award? I mean, here's here's my, here's my complaint. Nothing against J and B, but like this ally, quote fingers allyship thing that everybody's on, like dead dead. What does that fucking mean? I've said before, the way you be an ally is you get the fuck out the way. You don't be don't harass people. Don't just just get the fuck out the way. Let people live. Like like I don't understand why people be so concerned about who somebody else is with it has nothing to do with you, go live your life, raise your fucking kids, work your job, why are you worried about me, because I'm not worried about you, swear to God, I'm not worried about you, I do not care what your life looks boring and dry to me, but if even if it's, you know, exciting and juicy, I still don't care, I do not care, I don't understand, so this allyship, like, it's like some gays, man, they chase this allyship, they chase these straight friendships and these straight support, the same way some of you fucking colors chase the white man and his colder ice, you know what I mean, like, 
it's, it's the same shit. Like, dog, there ain't no gay people that you can give a GLAD award to. Every award is always to somebody that's a straight person that's supporting us. Oh, they put a video, put a rainbow flag up in their video. Big fucking deal. Congrats, you a decent person. You, you, you know what I mean? You, you get it. It don't matter who, gay, straight, it really don't matter. Live your life. You get it. Great. Awesome. That's what we asked you to do. Great. But you get an award for that? Like, it wasn't nobody gay. You get Janelle Monet been out here. She can't get a glad award. Like, you know, you understand? Like, you're getting an award for your support of LGBT. Great. And I mean, listen, glad that's the white gay group. And I could give y'all a whole episode about the white gays. But I'm not going to. But trust me, white gays, black gays, two different things. White gays, they main concern was getting, be able to get married. They got married, and now you know that's all they care about. They don't, you know, they they as racist as anybody else. And as the, those glad awards, you turn them on, you will see very few black faces in the crowd. So, um, but like Janelle Monae can't like the same thing I said with Casey Musgraves with the Grammy Award. I'm not saying she won the Grammy Award. But, because of this, but this is one that people kept saying, oh, well, she's a country artist, and she's supportive of LGBT, can and I get it because, you know, the South is, but okay, that's great, but Janelle Monet is LGBT, and her album's better, so give it to her, you know, give give the gay awards to gay people, there are gay people out out here doing things, and it's not, and no, just no disrespect, and it's not just the people that's on polls, okay, and it's not just Billy Porter, those are, those are people who are, 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 uh, in the media, but they're not the only ones, like, there's gay people you can give stuff to, gay people out here doing all kind of work, all kind of great things, get them the awards, nothing against B&J, but, like, a GLAD award for what, 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 and maybe, again, I'm sure, and I'm sure the fucking Beehive will be in my mentions if I'm wrong, if there's a scholarship, something said, if they did something, great, but to, but me, putting Big Frida on, who was kind of already on, but I mean, you, you, giving him a launch, great, putting the flags in the video, great, making a song about your mom, great, but that gets you an award, that's award worthy, I, I don't really think so, like, I don't, I don't, what, what, what is that, what, what is that, like, why is the bar for everything so far on the floor, like, what, a war for what, like, just stop these allies, stop with the allies, that's great, but, like, why are allies getting gay awards, why aren't gay people getting gay awards, because when we go to this, their show, they're not giving us shit, they're not giving the gay awards, they giving them their awards also, so, like, we can't have nothing, we can't ever have anything, we ain't got no clubs, everything, and listen, I, I got a lot of straight friends, and I'm not, I, we appreciate, I love y'all, I appreciate y'all, like, but that's not what this is about, but, like, gay people, same way, same way that black people, sometimes we just, we out amongst the bikes all day, we at work, these niggas everywhere, when we go out on the weekends, or our friend groups, or whatever, we just want people that are us, because we don't want, we want to be able to relax, and be ourselves, and we don't want to have to code switch, and do that two-faced thing that we all gotta do around white people, you know, we don't do that, we want to relax and be in our own spaces and listen to our homies, and we don't want that corny shit gay people, it's the same way like, yeah, like, yeah, we go out to your clubs, and we appreciate that we can come to your club, but sometimes you just want to be around the gays, you just want to do gay shit you just want to be in the club, hunching on each other, without having to maneuver around a straight person, you know what I mean and these girls in the club, oh I'm just here, cause I, you know, I don't want the men grabbing on me, sis, I understand that I understand you don't want the men grabbing, I understand what I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you man, go back across the street to Hooters or wherever the fuck you just came from and, and, and figure it out cause we only got this one spot on Tuesday night after 9, y'all got every club in the world, find one where the niggas ain't grabbing on you, you know what I mean, or I don't know, a ladies only club, I, whatever, but please 
you know, I'm tired of going to these clubs and rolling somebody look fine. Like, oh, let me, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. I'm just here with my friend. Oh, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> tired of that shit. Like, fucking tired of it. So, like, I'm, man, we, we listen. We, we, it's like, it's like gay segregation. Like, nigga, yeah, we wanted to be integrated, but we didn't want to lose all our shit. Okay, we didn't want to lose the black businesses. We didn't want to lose a lot of the, sh- the, the wealth that we have built up. We didn't want that. We just wanted to be able to go wherever. All right, so it's the same thing. I feel we lose. Like there ain't no, and the gays got more than the lesbians got. Lesbians, we get these party nights, but like them shits, like dog. I'm old as fuck. Okay, I'm a Gen X. I'm not going down to Times Square wherever these clubs at on a Wednesday night to stand around and watch y'all with y'all fucking two big fitteds on and terrible clothes smoking hookah and doing whatever and y'all don't care about being out late cause y'all just got to go back to the call center security job tomorrow I can't do that, I got a, I got a job okay and I gotta, I, I gotta be up and be alert and I need my fucking beauty sleep okay so I'm over that shit but I would love for like a nice lounge or just somewhere where you could go that's not a club that's always open like if I wanna pop in and have dinner on a Tuesday night I should be in a in a gay space, in a lesbian space. I should be able to, because there's a difference. But there ain't none, and, and they're getting few and few. When I was in law school, we had a place in Brooklyn to go to. That that closed down. The gay boys they have way more to do. And I mean, don't. It's not like they keep us out their clubs, but like. I, I, I suspect they probably feel this, I mean, don't get me wrong, the gay, we know, we, we do what we gotta do, we know it ain't a lot of places, so we make it work, okay, the boy's gonna be over here, the girl's gonna be over here, we, we make that shit work, cause we know what that shit is like, but I'm sure, if everybody had their druthers, the guys would like to be with the guys without a dyke asses in there, you know, they got to move around and shit, and the dykes would like to be with the dykes without their gay asses in there, we got to move around and shit, but we make it work, cause we all in this together, and we know, like, shit is hard out here, so like, yo, okay, we gonna be in a club together, cause we ain't got no choice, you know, so, I just, I'm a little bit tired of that, like, I just, I want something for ourselves, like, I wish I had the money, maybe I would, I don't know, nightclubs is terrible business, though, like, this is, my dad, listen, I, I grew up with the entrepreneur, restaurants, all of that stuff, I know what that, it looked real sexy on the outside, but it is very, it's hard, my dad had to work hard, okay, and some days he, sometimes he was up, sometimes he was down, you only got you, you know what I mean, you gotta pay the taxes and get the stuff and all of that, you gotta do them books, you gotta make everything work out, it's hard, that's why these clubs come and go, cause, you know, you make a little money for a little bit, then another hot spot opens up, now they're taking all your shit, so, you know, I just, that's all, I'm, I just, I'm tired, like, give the gay people the awards, if it's a gay, if it's an award for gays, give it to some gays, or, short of that, give it to somebody who's really done some advocacy, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to drag them, but I'm just saying, like, what if, what if they, it's just like the, with the, um, criminal justice reform, like, what, okay, you made the documentary great, but, like, is there, are you sponsoring, are you going to Congress and sponsoring any legislation, or is this, there's things that people do that's a, B. Arthur, you know, established a, um, foundation down here for homeless kids, for kids to get kicked out to the gays they could go to, she did that, and when she died, she left the bulk of her money to that organization, you know what I'm saying, she's gay, or bi, I think she's bi, no, I think she's a lesbian, I don't know, but anyway, that's my point, there are people who are out here who are doing, who are gay, who are doing things for gays, give them the awards, Beyonce and Jay-Z are not short of no awards, they can go to the Grammys and whatever, and oh, we're gonna give you this award for your support, oh, do that shit over there, 
don't you know but I'm not surprised because glad again that's the gay media corporate white male dominated and you know I'm sure they they just love the cachet of having Beyonce and you know gays love Beyonce so I'm sure that's part of it bitch we gonna have Beyonce up in here bitch girl give her the fucking award so my mother can come stomping in here that's I'm, I'm positive and Jay is just you know cause she dragged him everywhere and I'm sure she was like you gotta give it to my husband too um so yeah, that's that's all. That's all I'm gonna say about that. So give give gay people uh, gay awards, okay? So, and sorry guys, this episode gonna be short. I gave y'all damn near two hours. That well, hour and a half. So, what? Well, don't worry, I'll make this one up to you also. Um, so I wanted to get. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, let me do this first. This whole the Democrats. Uh, well, this statement by Nancy Pelosi that she doesn't want to impeach because impeachment will divide the country, and then the other one, um, what's the one, Debbie Wasserman or whatever, the one whose emails that got hacked, not enough facts. Listen, the United, we, I don't think people are still not aware of the precarious situation that we are in. This country will not make it. I'm going to go ahead and say, if this president is not impeached, if this president is reelected and is not, or is, let me say, if he is maintained in that office and he is not impeached, this country is over. It will mean that we have not made it. Our institutions have not held. And I keep hearing people say, oh, Trump is destructive, but our institutions are holding. They are not holding because he is still in office because the founders made this a three-way system because it was supposed to be check and balances the congress is supposed to be a check on the president the legislature is supposed to be a check on the congress and that's how it all works the fact that this man who has already committed tens if not hundreds of already impeachable offenses Michael Cohen came to testify with a check with his signature on it and said that this is what that alone is an impeachable defense that dumbass um, FBI guy talked about his obstruction of justice three other FBI guys since then have talked about his obstruction of justice Paul Manafort and all his people have been indicted he is impeachable right now and the Congress is not doing it that means that the institutions have failed because Southern District of New York SDNY is not to check on the president. That's not what's written into the Constitution of who is supposed to check the president. It is Congress, and they are not doing it. And the Republicans are not doing it because they're just as corrupt as the president, and the Democrats are not doing it because I don't know why the fuck, because they're just as lost as the Republicans. Institutions are not holding because people are talking about political expediency and divide the country is already divided and it doesn't matter you don't not do things because of how they look you don't not do things because the country is divided you swear an oath to the constitution and the constitution says the president can do these things these things and these things he can those are in his purview he cannot do these things these things and these things and these things are actually a crime and if he does any of these things then the power is given to congress to impeach that is what is supposed to occur and it is not occurring so institutions are not holding and we and if this 
president with this le- listen what Nixon did is, is, is bullshit compared to this guy if this president is not somebody that will make people stand up and say listen I draw the line, I don't, we are going to impeach, and we're going to send it to the Senate, and if the Senate does not impeach, then they will have to defend that, and it'll be, it'll stand as it is, this man has committed these crimes, these crimes, these crimes, these crimes, these crimes, we have proved it, we have impeached him, we have sent it to the Senate, who are supposed to also consider it, and they have refused to do it, and let the people weigh that, that is, if you cannot stand up on this guy, this level of corruption, this basically fucking mafia corrupt family, if this guy is cannot be drawn a line on, then nothing can be drawn a line on and this country is over, because it means there is no line, because it means there is nothing that is bad enough to make anybody act you can do any fucking thing you want to and we will not do anything because God forbid we divide the country and let's just wait till the next election and if you think the Russians are not gonna hack this again, you, why would they not okay, your man made a statement the other day that he was gonna win by more than he did last time, where do you think he got that from okay, it's 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 the country is over if this man is not impeached, and I understand that people are like, oh, well, the House, it doesn't, they shouldn't do it because they wouldn't send it to the Senate. You, what are you talking about? You sound dumb. They should do it because it is their duty, it is what they are required to do, and it is what they are supposed to do, and it is what is written on the piece of paper they are supposed to do. So that is why they should do it. There's no other reason. We don't care about what, how things look in a political ass. That's not what, that's not what the shit is, okay? That's not what we're doing. So the system has failed, and, and, and if this man is placed in that office for another four years, this country is over, because he has already, the, the corruption, every, another, Paul Manafort just got indicted again after getting sentenced, and then this next thing I'm going to talk about came along, corruption is rampant, it is everywhere, it is everywhere, if you do, you know why? Because in the run-up to this election, this is what, has occurred, this is how he has got here if you let this go, it's a wrap alright, we've already lost our standing in the world, but if this guy can't be impeached, then we can forget it, we are just like every other corrupt banana republican auto, yeah might as well, banana republican autocratic government in the world, where you can buy your way into the White House, you can consort with the uh, 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 um, uh, um, hostile enemy, you can do things that are in their interest and against the interests of your country, you can give away secrets, you can let them put taps in the White House, you can tell stuff you're not supposed to tell, you can uh, uh, nominate people who are, who are fucking ide- ideological morons who don't, who just going in there to carry out your orders, you can give your fucking kids who don't you know, security clearances, and let them sell whatever secrets they want to the Saudis, so they can finance whatever they want, you can do whatever, I don't know, like, you people, I don't know what, I don't know when people are gonna wake up, maybe never, because if you're not woke by now, then you just sleep, my nigga, like, I don't know what to tell you, Newt Gingrich impeached Bill Clinton on bullshit, and he impeached him, and no, the Senate refused to do it, but if you think that that was not effective, you're fucking stupid, because that is connected directly to what we are doing right now, because that allowed George Bush to sneak in, because they took Bill Clinton out the, out the equation, and they painted him with all this bullshit, he's a this and do hypocritical shit, because he lied about some sex, but now here y'all go, scamming, scamming, doing crime crimes, and nobody's doing anything, 
that was all put into place by Newt Gingrich, that was all put into place by him, the Tea Party that led to the, the fucking um, Sarah Palin's stupid ass, that led to do, straight up to Donald Trump, who's the stupidest, Donald Trump, who's the stupidest of all, if you are, you niggas are playing checkers, the Republicans have been playing chess since 1980 when Ronald Reagan stepped in their office and they are wiping us off of the map. And you have only, talk, people talking about, oh, well, that impeachment was a Pyrrhic victory. No, it wasn't. You know what was the Pyrrhic victory? Goddamn Bill Clinton and goddamn Barack Obama. Them fucking two presidents we had in this whole span of my lifetime. I, I mean, Jimmy Carter, I don't count him because I was, I, I, he was elected, I believe, before I was born or when I was a little baby. And, and, and Reagan came in when I was six years old. So I don't remember nothing about Jimmy Carter, okay, but in my lifetime, okay, and I'm in my 40s, in my lifetime, we've had two Democratic presidents, the rest have been all Republican, so the Pyrrhic victories was actually them two, and Obama was a total Pyrrhic victory, because we see how fast everything he did was undone, and he didn't speak about the Russians, and here we are, with people talking about, oh, well, we don't want to impeach, because it's unpopular, and it's like, it it doesn't do any good, so that's what we do now, that's what we do, we, we, we bitches, we just throw our hands up, we let this motherfucker come in and piss, fucking piss on our rug, and track mud in our house, and shit on our fucking dining room table, and we just throw our hands up, oh, well, he's already done it now, what are we gonna do, I, I, listen, listen to me, I am a United States Marine, and before that, I'm a fucking black person in America, I'm not no bitch, I'm not no fucking chump, I'm not fucking soft, you're not gonna come in and slap me around and push me around, and I'm just gonna throw my hands up, if I'm gonna, if I'm not gonna win, that's fine, but I'm gonna fight, we're not even fighting right now, we just going out like some suckers, and y'all sitting around like it's okay, it ain't okay, okay, and I'm not fleeing to no other country, I'm not running off nowhere like no fucking refugee, like they doing off in Europe now, just running around, I'm not doing that, you know why, cause my people came here as slaves and freed themselves, and they fought and died and made they stand for civil rights so I can sit here on this goddamn podcast as an educated fucking person and say the things I say, they made their stand on this in this country, on this here land, and this is where I'm going to make mine too. If I'm going to go down, I'm, I'm not running. Oh, I fucking United States, I'm going to ask them. Go ahead. Go ahead and be a fucking expat, stranger in a strange land. Fine. Listen. Give it up. Surrender your property. Let them have it. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not doing that shit, because this country is going to be what it says it is on the paper, it's going to stand up to what it claims it's going to be, or it's going to burn to ashes, one way or the other, and I'm here for both, so, I, I, I just, I, I'm disgusted with everybody, because I just can't believe how, like, how did this, look, how do you let, how do you allow this to happen, how do you just sit back and let this kind of corruption, this ain't no goddamn getting your dick sucked in the Oval Office, this ain't even what Nixon did, breaking into an office, these are, these are, are corrupt criminal organization, RICO crimes, this man is doing tax fraud, tax evasion, bribery, corruption, we don't even know what's going down in Mar-a-Lago, that fucking, um, uh, um, brothel sting that um, the Patriots owner got caught up in turns out that lady has been fucking selling access to the Chinese and that's why they were there because they know they could pay her and get access to Trump, that's emoluments that's illegal, that's impeachable right there just on emoluments he's impeachable what are you talking about like we some we, we going out like some bitches, are you, are you I'm a veteran 
I did not fucking sign up to do what I signed up to do, to do, to go to, to watch you motherfuckers who ain't, listen, I, I get real aggy about this because, you know, I already don't like motherfuckers who ain't fucking put their ass on the line talking shit, but it's a lot of people who, you know, got a lot of shit to say about the U.S. this and the military that, we a corrupt country and all that, that's fine, that's fine, but some of us fucking say, you know what, fine, but we still gonna sign our name online, we gonna say we gonna do this service, and we, and we gonna do it, and we gonna do it to the best of our ability, okay, we gonna put some ass in the game, we gonna be brave, we gonna be bold, and we gonna do this for a little bit, okay, and I'm one of them people, and I don't appreciate after having done that, to watch you motherfuckers who've been sitting here fat and sloppy and, 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 and enjoying the, 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 the safety that the sacrifices of me and people like me who did the same thing, and not just in my generation, all the way back to the beginning, which includes black, white, Asian, Chinese, all of us, sitting back like this shit don't matter, fucking Eric Snowden just giving them secrets like it don't matter, fucking Chelsea Manning just giving them secrets like, oh well, you know, it's against my morals, fuck your morals, I give a fuck about your morals, everybody got morals, you know what, you know what I really don't like, and I'm not running on millennials, I'm done with that, but what I really don't like, and I'll say young people, actually I won't say young people, uh, these these people, because it's not just young people, nobody has a sense of, 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 of a greater good anymore, and I'm not saying be no sucker, I'm not saying let them play you like they, you know, oh, well, you know, do this, and it'll, I'm not saying that, but there's a such thing as a greater good, my nigga, when it's ten people in the room, okay, and it's only five slices of pizza on the table, you don't fucking snatch them five slices and give them the five and let the other people starve, you don't do that, you cut that shit up so that everybody has a goddamn slice, so none of us is in here hungry, that's the greater good, and a lot of you motherfuckers think you're fucking those stupid-ass conscious and your fucking little stupid ass morals and your fucking little stupid ass personal fucking convictions should outride everybody else and that's why motherfucking measles is spreading and that's why motherfucking mumps is spreading and that's why motherfucking planes is dropping out the sky and that's why your motherfucking kids is bad don't know shit cause everybody think they own little personal shit is all that matters you can't make it like that human beings are fucking we are social creatures and we build civilizations because we have to have the greater good of everybody else and your little fucking personal oh well they should be listening to phone calls, you know what motherfucker you know why you a low level employee with a low level clearance, because we don't give you the fucking responsibility to make that decision, because you don't have the range, because you don't know what's at stake, you only know the little piece of part you do, but you don't know how that fits into everything else, and how, and what that greater thing is that that put together, that protects us, you don't know that that information, when you give it to them, is gonna allow them to hack our system and do all the shit they doing now you worry about your little dumbass conscience, cause you don't have the range, so fuck you and fuck Chelsea Manning too never should have got pardoned, commuted, whatever you fucking sat at your fucking desk and you thought that your little fucking private, personal whatever the fuck you thought misguided morals were more important than the greater good, and that's why we are now, I'm sick of that shit, I'm sick of everybody sitting around, talking about what they ain't gonna do and what they ain't getting ahead, they better not try me, nigga I'll try you, what you gonna do you ain't gonna do a fucking thing I'll try you, what? tired of that, that's why we sinking we sinking cause everybody thinks that they can it's all, every man for themselves. it's not it's not, there's a such thing as a greater good, and right now we, all this corruption and all this bullshit, you know what I'm getting upset, let's go to the next let's go to the next topic since I am talking about corruption, which is just cheating scandal so, basically rich white people 
are fucking buying and bribing their kids, little dumbass kids, in the prestigious private schools. Now, first of all, this is the first thing I want to say. This irritates the fuck out of me. It happens every time. Ivy League schools does not just mean an elite, prestigious school, okay? People call all kind of schools that are good Ivy League. That is not correct. The Ivy League is a sports conference, just like the ACC, just like the SCC. Back at the turn of the century, or actually in the end of the 19th century, when people were coming back from World War One. Um, a lot of um, soldiers were going to college and they were playing sports and so they broke up the college's division so you had ACC, SEC, Ivy League. That is historically what the Ivy League is. It just happens to be made up of extremely prestigious colleges, some of the oldest colleges in the country, the first colleges, actually Harvard and Yale, Harvard being the oldest, to be founded in this country, and they have a long tradition of presidents and everything going to them, which is which has made them elite, but they are a specific group of schools. Stanford is not one of them. Georgetown is not one of them. They are all, Duke is not one of them. They are all in the Northeast, and they all belong to that one athletic conference, and they are Harvard, Yale, Penn, Brown, Princeton, Columbia, Dartmouth, and Cornell. Did I get them all? Yes. That is eight schools. Those are the schools that make up the Ivy League. If it's not one of those schools, it is not the Ivy League. So stop saying that people went to Stanford, went to Ivy League schools. Stop saying that people went to Georgetown, went to Ivy League schools. Those are not Ivy League. Those are elite schools, but they're not Ivy League. Okay? They may be highly ranked, but they are not Ivy League. Ivy League are those eight schools that I named you. If you don't believe me, Google it. It's called League because it's a sports league. Ivy League. SC Southeastern Conference. Atlantic Coast Conference. Big 12. That's what it is. It's the Ivy because Ivy grows in the Northeast. League. Got it? That irritates the shit out of me because people will actually argue you down when you say Georgetown, not the, well, it's really good school. I ain't say it wasn't really good school. Well, it's really elite, it's hard to get into. I ain't say it wasn't elite. I ain't say it wasn't hard to get into. It's not an Ivy League school. I don't know what conference Georgetown is in, but it's not an Ivy League. It's not. Okay, got that out the way. Um, So they're buying. It's, listen, there's so many things you can say about this, but this is, this is everybody, you know, got all this stuff to say about affirmative action, it's going to underrepresented under minorities, it's going to minorities who are not qualified, they don't have the scores, they don't have this, and they're taking my kid's spot, and my spot, and I should get in, and they're, un- and here you go, with all this money, and all this access, sending your kids to the best schools, the, the, the private schools, and the boarding schools, and you're still having to buy your way into a, a Ivy League institution or a prestigious institution because your dumb, lazy kid doesn't have the test scores getting on their own. And this is what every black person has been talking about all along. When when your parents tell you gotta work twice as hard just to get what this is what we're talking about. Because when we go to those schools, I went to Cornell University, I transferred and I went there for three years. Okay? And a lot of my friends went to the Harvards and the Yales and all of that, okay, and when you're there, and I see, I'm a different type of nigga, I told y'all I was raised by my father, my father always told, my father was a black Muslim who turned Muslim, he grew up back, you know, under Elijah and Muhammad and them, so he was all about black pride and all of that so it wasn't under that shucking and jiving and sucking up to the white, none of that from day one, 
okay, I was always raised, I knew my history, that shit they tell you in school is not the truth, this is the truth, they are not superior to you, they are not better than you, you don't never look down around them, you don't never feel away around them, you talk to them, they ain't nobody, and if they, if they had to go through what we had to go through, they would not be here, okay, my, your great, great grandmother was a slave, and your uncle, who is your, my, her, what, granddaughter's son, is a college graduate, so you don't never let them talk to you sideways. You don't never let them make you feel less than them because they can't. They they don't have the range. They have all the money and all the access and still fucking piss poor. So when I was at school, it didn't bother me because I knew I belonged there because I knew I had the SAT scores and I knew I had the GPA, the same as everybody else. So you're not gonna call me. I'm under. I only got in because I'm black. What? How? How, how is that? You only got in because you white. How about that? How about that? Because I guarantee you, that's 20,000 black kids out here more qualified for this than you have overcome greater things than you they didn't have the tutors, they didn't have all of that shit they went in there with their little public school or wherever they came from and they smart, and they figured that shit out and they got into this school, right so, but every person, we go to those schools, we made to feel like we don't belong, we told we got in cause we're black, oh well, you know I can't get in cause, you, cause you're black I'll tell y'all the story, I might have told this before when I was in high school and I was applying so I, had, you know, listen senior year, I gotta tell y'all I went real hard sophomore year, I'm sorry, freshman year sophomore year, half of junior year, I went real hard cause back in, back in our school, back when I was in school, I don't know how to do it now but the grades are cumulative, right? And so I figured out pretty early that if you go hard for like the first to, to like Christmas, if you go hard to Christmas to get all your A's, you will you it's, as long as you just maintain a B, you'll still get an A, right? Because it's it's cumulative, like it 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 all evens out. So I figured that shit out, right? I forgot I don't remember what my high school grades were, but I remember they were just under National Honor Society because my teacher was always like, if you just do this extra credit, I was like, I ain't doing no fuck I ain't give a fuck about it, because I was an athlete, right, I knew I was gonna get in there on on, on an athletic scholarship, so I was, I didn't I was like, I don't need that shit, I'm gonna get in regardless I don't give a fuck about no National Honor Society, so whatever I think you needed like a 96 or 97, I can't remember, whatever you needed for National I was like, right, I was like I was like point one off off of that and I just never gave a fuck, my teacher was so mad, all you gotta do just turn this, I ain't turning this shit I'm not doing nothing on the weekends I'm doing the, the homework I, y'all give me now, I already do a homeroom, I'm not, I'm not doing no more shit, but I don't give a fuck about that right, so I was never in national honesty but I got into school of my choice so anyway, um, what I was saying is so my, like, hat, towards nah, I mean, I, I went pretty hard in 11th grade what fucked me up, was that 11th grade or that was 12th grade it might have been 12th grade, it was either 11th, it was late 11th grade or 12th grade, I caught measles and pneumonia back to back, I played basketball, I was out, you know, leaving games, we didn't um, shower, nothing like that, come home, sweaty. I just caught, I caught pneumonia, and then I, I was vaccinated and everything, but even when you get vaccinated against chicken pox and measles, sometimes you still get like a little outbreak, like if you get, you know, when you like 18 or 19, once the vaccine has run through your body, you might still get like a, but it's not like, it's not like the worst, but you get a little, so I got chicken pox and I got measles, both at the same time, so I, I lost a, a, a little bit from school, and so it took me a little bit to, you know, get back around, so I said all to say, I don't remember what my GPA was when I graduated, but it's, you know, it could have been higher, I, you know, you can't, you miss calculus and shit for like a month, that shit kind of sets you back, right, so my teacher, um, what was her name, I can't remember her name, she was, she was a white lady, 
people didn't like her, but you know what? She was she was alright. She's a little cool. Um, she just wasn't she wasn't warm and fuzzy, but she was fair and she wasn't racist. She was a Jewish lady. Oh, you know, but she you know them Jewish ladies like they not they not like one of these little liberal Jews and be like, oh my god, Trump, but she was not, she treated you fairly, she did not look down on you, she didn't talk you no kind of way, she was not racist, you know what I'm saying, like she was, treated everybody the same, but her daughter went, didn't go to our school, went to another school, her daughter's applying to the Ivies, applied to Cornell, applied to Brown, I think, and a couple other schools, and she found out that, you know, once you apply, they know you're applying because you get referrals and all that, so they knew I was applying to Cornell and shit, so, I remember the day, so I applied early admission, because my plan was this, I really, when I was younger, I was gonna, I wanted to go out to California, after, and I probably should have did that, out to, US, out to UCLA, out to California, but as I got older, I was like, eh, I had, when I graduated, I, I, I got some, I had like, my, my, um, my grandmother and my, and my mom had set up something for me to go to college, right, so I had, I had a little chunk of change, a lot actually, right, to go to, to go to school, and I was like, ah, I gotta get on a flight, every time I wanna come home, it's kinda far, I don't know nobody out there, so I, I didn't, I, sh- I probably should have, cause that's really what I wanted to do, but, I just decided, you know what, let me just go to, let me just get into a good East Coast school, and I'll worry about that for grab, right? So my plan was, early, I was like, alright, you can do the early admission, and early admission, if you don't know, you apply early, you get in early, you gotta accept to go to that school, But so you can only do it to one school, right, so I was like, okay, this is what I'll do, I'll apply to Cornell early, I didn't wanna go to Penn, cause I wanted to leave Philly, I didn't wanna go to Columbia, cause this is back in the 90s, and New York was not, not it, right, it was the crime, still the crime capital, I told y'all how many murders they had and shit, I wasn't going to New York, um, and, you know, Boston, I was like, look, let's try Cornell, it's New York, but it's upstate, you know, it's up there, you, you isolated, I hear Ithaca's really nice, let's go up there, so I did, I applied, I got in early acceptance, so I, I decided to go there, I didn't have to write no other letters, I was done, thinking back on it now, I probably should apply to more schools and looked around, but I was like, it's an Ivy League school, don't get no better than that, so, I went up there, and I noticed the media, and again, I, you know, I came from, I was from Philly, most, a lot of, a lot of people that go to Cornell are, are, cause, cause Cornell's a funny setup, it's an Ivy League school, but some of the colleges within the school are private, and some are state, so the school that I actually went to, the ag school, that's a state school, it's still Cornell University, but the actual school, that college is state, because when Cornell was originally, um, founded, it was founded as a land grant institution, and so those schools, it was the ag school, and um, I think the veterinary school, those were the original two schools that were land grant, and then as they grew and became prestigious, and then they, then they added on other schools, and they became private so some of the school is state, some of the school is private, and there's a difference in tuition you go to a state school, the tuition is a lot less than if you go to the private school um, so, and I was pre, pre-med, so I went to ag bio major, and when I got up there um, I, and it's a lot of, so a lot of kids from, from New York actually go to Cornell because they can go there and it's still like a state school if it's depending on school you go to, if you go to arts and sciences it's private, but if you get in a couple of the other schools, it's like you go into a state school, you pay an in-state tuition but you're at an Ivy League school good deal, right, so a lot of black and brown kids go to Cornell as opposed to Columbia or Harvard or even Princeton which is right down the way so when I get there first thing I noticed was all these black kids, a lot of them, it was two kind of black kids there, it was kids like me, that was, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I didn't grow up poor, but I was from the city, I was from Philly, I was from the city, I went to school in the city, I was a city kid, so you had us, you know, and the ones from the Bronx, and, you know, 
the little prestigious schools around here, there's certain schools in New York City, uh, Stuyvesant, um, certain ones that you go to and they're feeders to, to, the Ivy, so those kids went to those schools and then you had the suburban black kids, the ones whose moms had went to Cornell, they was legacy admits or you know they was from Connecticut and Greenwich and all them suburban ass black kids and it was a lot of them and I noticed that right away so that's the first thing I noticed, second thing I noticed is all these white kids were super fucking rich and when I grew up, I didn't grow up poor and my classmates would tell you that I was rich and I might have thought I was rich but when I got to Cornell I realized oh we was broke as a joke, we was not fucking rich these motherfuckers are fucking rich these motherfuckers parents flying in on jets and buying them, hey well you know what just live off campus, we'll just buy you the house and you just live there, that way we don't have to pay for it and then when you leave, you know we'll sell it or rent it out like rich like that, right, motherfuckers are sons and daughters of heads of states from other countries, they dad is an oil shake, they mom is the president of Kenya you know what I mean, them type oil you know, they dad started, rich kids, okay, I was like oh wow, alright but I, you know, I indoctrinated myself. I went. I was like, "Look, I'm gonna get the experience." So I went to the little pride, the frat parties, the white frats. The, I ain't go a lot, but I went just to see what it was. You know, um, they, they always welcome you in. You're like, okay, this is how the white frats party. All right, sure. I went to a little, you know, different secret societies. You know stuff to see what it was, see how what's, how these people live, and that really opened my eyes to a lot. But part of what opened my eyes to was like these motherfuckers are basic these motherfuckers parents and not everybody and that's the other thing, like now people are running with this oh everybody, and that's not true the reason why these people were buying those slots for their parents for their kids, because their kids couldn't get in do not think that Ivy League schools are full of rich, entitled, dumb white kids they are not, the reason why those schools is prestigious because world famous people, people that you have never heard of who have done great things, Carl Sagan is a professor at Cornell, you know who Carl Sagan is? the guy that figured out the universe, he's a professor at Cornell, so don't think that it's full of those dumb kids, but they are a percentage, legacy admissions and this is why AA is funny, because they complain about um, affirmative action only like 5% of the student population at, at Cornell was black only, I think like slightly higher, 11% was Asian and, and Latino was like 5% so if you add that up, I think that's maybe what, 20, I forgot the numbers I said something, 20% of all the minorities at the school, legacy admits were like 25% okay, With, and what that means is if your parents went to that school or your grandparents went to that school and it was set up, it's a racial policy because they were trying to keep us out, so you know, ain't nobody black went to that school in 18 whatever because we were slaves so that's what it was set up for but if you, if, the, if that's what it is, you get in automatically, so you got 25% of these legacy kids, okay and, 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 and I just noticed like, these niggas are basic these motherfuckers are not smarter than me at all, I didn't get, these motherfuckers had all kinds of tutors and nannies and all kind of bullshit, I was an athlete okay, I, I was and that's why, that's why these motherfuckers was trying to uh, get their kids in like they were athletes because they trying to get that advantage. It's like nigga, you, I'm, I'm, a, I do this shit for real. You out here playing, right? And I just like, yo, these motherfuckers are not impressive. And that's when I was like, yo, I can do this because when you get to like, I came from a small high school. My school was K to twelve, and I had been there since second grade. So I grew, went to school that everybody grew up with. So this is very unfamiliar. And this is, and Cornell is huge. Cornell is like, Columbia is like not even, the ag, Columbia, the whole Columbia University is like the size of the ag school at Cornell, Cornell got the ag school, the art school, the architecture school, um, the hotel school, the business school, like, it's huge, it's a huge, it takes up almost all of Ithaca, right, on the hill, um, and it's overwhelming, right, but I was like, yo, I could do this, because these motherfuckers are not, 
they ain't come where I come from. They, I'm, I'm here on just my fucking brains and my grades, and these motherfuckers got tutors, and they took all these SAT courses. I got the same SAT scores they did. I ain't take no tutor. I just fucking went to, got the little book, Kaplan book, and they, actually, they told me it was a, they told, they tell you that the SAT test is a proficiency test, meaning you can't really study for it, it just tests what you already knew. So I was like, okay, well, I just gotta figure out what I already knew. So I, I scored the same as they did. So, that built my confidence. But, you know, the whole time you're there, though, affirmative action, you always getting called affirmative action, or you only got to get because you're black, or you only got to get because you're athlete. And I'm like, nigga, first of all, all of us did all that shit. You ain't do shit. You only got in because your mommy's rich. What do you do? Okay? You got driven to the car, to school by nannies and the fucking Ferrari and the Range Rover and all that shit. Like, get the fuck out of my face. And so now we see. Now we see, now you see what all we've been talking about. Y'all out here talking about we telling, we taking your spots and all this and all of that. And these fucking rich people are fucking bribing to get their dumbass kids into these fucking schools. And these are the same kids that graduate and then they head up these companies and they the ones that are sitting around, can't figure out diversity, horrible management. Everybody's unhappy. Why? Because you have horrible leaders, you have horrible people because all these rich people, they think they're special and they think because they have money that means they're better and so they should be able to skirt the system and get their kids in school, it's like no, you already, your kid doesn't need that advantage your kid doesn't need to yield it and, and listen, you niggas talking about oh well, all those all those schools are the same and I don't know, it's just Brent, listen, if you think people are paying millions of dollars to get their kids into schools because they're all the same I don't know what to tell you Yale, Harvard, the Ivy League Stanford, those schools that you, if you graduate from those schools you are able to write your own ticket and it's because of what I said, because they have a history of, of great people who go there, Harvard is a school that Bill Gates could go to and drop out and become Bill Gates but he had to get into Harvard and he had to drop out, so a Harvard dropout is Bill Gates, those schools if you can say what you want, you might not agree with it, but you can go to whatever state school and you have a fine, happy life, and yeah, there's plenty of people who are rich to go to state schools, but those those schools are elite for a reason. People come from overseas to send their Africans and Asians and Indians and all these people that send their kids to Harvard for a reason, because it's, it, it means something. And people, minority students, and even poor white students who, who have earned on their own, through their own brain, the ability to get there are getting blocked out because these people are bribing, and the same people that turn around and tell you you're underqualified, and well, well, we don't know if you can do it. I come in, I get these interviews every day, sitting across people who can't hold my water, questioning, well, how can you do this? Are you sure you can do that? Well, I don't know. Can you pray? Like, uh, are you for real? Like, I could do your job. What do you do? You don't do shit. So, I'm, uh, you know, it's like I'm almost glad this happened because you can, like, you see what we've been, what we're talking about. So quit. With the affirmative action, affirmative action is not taking it, first of all it's not your spot because if it was your spot you would get it okay, because these campuses are still 80-90% white, the little 5-10% affirmative action is not really messing nothing up so that means that you were not good enough as a white person who already gets bent over backwards and let it get in, so that's your fault, that's not my fault, no minorities taking your spot, them other 8 out of 10 white people got in, you didn't okay somebody black or Latino or whatever got in that spot, that's, you weren't good enough okay, that's the first thing, the second thing is like, dog like, you, these kids go to the best school like, all I wanna say is if, if you there's two ways to get to elite schools again, you gotta have, and, and listen somebody made the point on Twitter and it's very true, don't think that all school did, 
Harvard and Yale, the, certain schools have different cultures, and it really, I was not surprised to see Yale on there, I would have been surprised to see Princeton, because certain schools, you can't buy your way in, you could donate the building, you can get money, whatever, they're gonna put you through the same process as everybody else, and be like, sorry, because those schools are competitive, okay, and and the schools, right, in the elite schools, right below the Ivies, I'm talking about the Wellesleyans, the, um, the, the Georgetowns, the, um, what's that one in Virginia, William and Mary's, the Bryn Mars, the, um, uh, what's, what's, I'm trying to, that, the, the um, University of Virginia's, those, those elite schools, they're not Ivy, but they're still elite, just below that level, they're, a lot of them schools, they don't give a fuck, you go Dukes, the Dukes, um, you gonna apply, um, what is it, Brandeis, not Brandeis, what's the one, there's another, there's a couple of them up in Massachusetts, um, Sarah Lawrence's, the, the certain one of them schools, nigga, you gonna apply, and, and if you get in, you get in, if you don't, you don't, we don't care how much, you, your parents can donate a building and all that shit, thank you very much, but, um, you still gonna go through the process, so, you know, it's not all schools, Harvard and Yale, those are the big ones, everybody knows Harvard and Yale, I would've been surprised, I wouldn't have been shocked, but I'd have been surprised to see Princeton on that list, I would have been surprised to see Cornell on this. I wouldn't have been surprised to see Penn on that list. Penn is a really good school. It's a really good business school, but it is a business school. And as we know with our dumbass president, if you if you donate to them, you get them a few buildings, you you know, you you network with them, you can get in the Penn. Okay. It's, it, it doesn't mean it's not prestigious, it's very prestigious, but Penn is about their business, Penn is the number one business school and they are about business, they are very transactional so I I'm, I would not be surprised if at all I'm not surprised at all that Penn let Trump in, that's, that's they Wharton, that's what they do um, they are the NBA school right, um so yeah, like that's and, and, and more, and like every day there's a new scandal coming out, like yo people this meritocracy is nonsense, that's what white people sell you, so that you can feel a way about yourself, and start feeling bad, and start feeling like you some minority, and oh, maybe I should be more like the white people, maybe I should talk more like the white people, maybe I should dress more like the white people, maybe I should get into the things that white people get into, because they're better than me, no they're not, they are not, they are not as good as you, because had they had to suffer through the stuff that minorities in this country suffer for, they wouldn't have made it, they went fleeing from Europe, from the queen and kings over there that was scared, that was tired of them, to come here to America as fucking peasants, with nothing, and the only reason that they came up is because they came up on our backs, on the backs of slaves, okay, so stop, stop it, don't let them motherfuckers shake you, don't let them shake your confidence, listen, go in all these places and stun on these motherfuckers, okay, and and if one of them tell you no, don't worry, you only need one, I'm going through it right now, like, I'm trying to transition out, and I'm just not doing well, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do, I, I, I don't even know what it is, like, I, like, I, but, I'm, I got a few, a few tricks up my sleeve, hopefully, you know, I'm just, listen, I, I'm at the God you take it point, like, I've thought of all the ideas, and, you know, sometimes when you just, out of ideas, like, alright God, whatever you got for me, you know, I'm gonna just show me the way, or you know, show. I'm gonna just keep going and, and give. And so that's where I'm at right now, because I have done everything that I can think to do, um, and that I can afford to do. And so, you know, I'm just going, you know, buy my time a little bit. But I'm very frustrated right now. But that's okay, because you know, trouble don't last always, right? Um. So yeah, that's like all. I mean, I feel the jokes have been great, the memes have been great, but like. 
I'm just I'm just like always remember that next time they call you an underqualified affirmative action admin you remember that these motherfuckers buy and bribe their way in they have all the money they have every advantage they go to all the places and they still have to cheat to get in and try to accomplish what you accomplish with nothing or with very little okay, and that is why they are so afraid of diversity, and that is why they don't want to even the field, because they know they cannot compete, they know that we are better, they know that they are phonies, they know they are frauds, and the only thing that they don't know is that we've been figured that shit out, we've been figured that shit out, how you think we got here, because we know that you motherfuckers ain't all that, and we are, so, you know, I, oh, I done ran way over, um, alright, so, yeah, that's it for this episode, um, look, thanks for listening, thanks for asking, write me, rate me, at me, Can, go on there, give me my stars, please, thank you, I appreciate it, box me up, it gets more people listening, tell your friends, um, uh, you know, the podcast, uh, emails, thanks for asking, podcast at gmail.com, I check it when I check it, I recently checked it, didn't see none, so, might be a little bit before I check it again, but again, you can always hit me on, uh, at KMGZ on Twitter, my Instagram is Genghis Kells. It's the same exact thing as my Twitter handle. Instagram is down now, but right now, but my Instagram is like, yo, it's like I'm a lame man. Only got man, my Instagram is horrible. Only got fucking 228 followers. Genghis Kells on Instagram. Follow me. I, my shit look pathetic, man. I, so, you know, I put the Genghis kicks and everything on there, and you know, I put little videos up on there. So, yeah. Um. Alright, so that's it. I'll see y'all next week. Um, peace. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I didn't do Genghis Kicks last week either. Um, uh, I'll put them up if you follow me on my Instagram. I'll put them up, the, uh, the kicks for this week. Um, there's a couple pair out. Not, uh, you know, not nothing great, but summertime is coming, so it's a few pairs that's coming out that I actually like. Um, there's some, um, Air Max 90s coming out. Air Max 90s are my favorite Air Maxes. It's besides the, um, the, um, the Air Max 90s and the Air Max, what is it? Uh, I forgot the other year, but I don't like them 87 joints. They ugly. But, um, yeah, it's a couple pair coming out that I will put up here. Um, but not too much, it's just like the same stuff coming out in different colors, and y'all know I don't like to do that, but I will put a few, there's some air joint ones coming out, there's a few run joints coming out, I'll, I'll, um, Kyrie just keeps coming out in different colors, the Cortezes are coming out, um, yeah, so, see y'all next week, alright, thanks, peace. <laughs>